Hello! Welcome back to the Brooks Free Library Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Jamie. And we are happy to be with you here on this very rainy day. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, so you guys missed the whole staff freak out downstairs. We, yes. Um, we pulled a book this week that is going to be really, I think it's going to be really fun. I love this book. Um, I know you flipped through I, it too. Yeah, I think I, I spent a lot of time probably I shouldn't, shouldn't have in circulation just going through this book. Oh, I absolutely, so. when it would come in, I would just, you know, like yeah. for a minute, just flip through it and be like, oh, yeah, that word, that word, that word, but we'll get to that in a minute. I actually, um, I saw something last night that I wanted to share, so okay. Lupita Nyong'o, great yes. actress, right? She's her. in Black Panther. So she wrote a children's book and it's coming really? out in October. Um, wow. It's called Sulwe, and it's illustrated by Vashti Harrison, who did Festival of Colors, CC Love Science, and then Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History, which won the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Literary Work for Children. That's fantastic. So, basically, there was an Instagram post, um, and what Lupita Nyong'o wrote was, she said, I wrote Sulwe to encourage children and everyone to love the skin that they're in and see the beauty that radiates from within. Oh. So I'm really excited yeah, about this. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a sweet thing for her to do. It's, and yeah. I, she seems like such a like, well-rounded person, a very, you know, artsy person. Absolutely. And I'm really curious to see what this book is going to look like. But yeah. that's October. So something to look forward to, I think, personally. Awesome. That sounds great. But... Anyways, this book. <laughs> so Pam actually was the one who reminded me that this existed. I okay. think I always know in the back of my mind it exists, but Pam brought it up because of our last episode where the title was, oh, I, yeah, said, I said that's that so weird. weird. <laughs> and she's like, what did you say so weird? And she's like, don't you remember that book where it broke everything up? So for those of you who can't see, I am holding in my lap. It's called Speaking American, How Y'all Use and You Guys Talk, A Visual Guide by Josh Katz. And what this is, is it's a book that takes data and shows you on like maps of mm -hmm. the country, the different dialects that we all have and the different ways that we say things. So like just to start us off, one of the ones that I found really funny, I'm originally from Connecticut and mm -hmm. I grew up in Connecticut, um, closer to the New York border than I did to the Massachusetts border. And there's a word in Connecticut for that time when you sell stuff in your front lawn yes <laughs> um we call that a tag sale and, and that mm -hmm. that's unique to connecticut and western mass but i've I, I know i've heard it but um being you know on the cape for the majority of my life i don't know i was i've always considered it as being a yard sale or a garage sale <laughs> um but I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've ever actually necessarily heard, like, tag sale. Like, when you said it downstairs, it, yeah. like, I had no idea what you were talking about at first. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, I'd, I'd heard yard sale and I'd heard, like, rummage sale before. Yes, I've but, heard that before. But they were, like, distinct things to me from a tag sale. A tag mm. sale is the thing where, like, you put the little stickers on your stuff and then you put your stuff in your driveway okay. and then people come and buy it. <laughs> okay. And then, like, yard sale was different. I don't know exactly how to articulate that it was different, but it just, it wasn't the same concept to me. Interesting. But then I figured, well, that's Connecticut. I wanted to find one in here that was, like, really specific to our area, to Massachusetts, and there was one. Alright, Jamie. Yes. What do you call the thing where you drive around in a circle on the road? Uh, rotary. Rotary. Or roundabout. 
But usually rotary. <laughs> usually rotary, right. So, interesting fact. Rotary is actually only used in Maine, Massachusetts, Connecticut, parts of Connecticut, and Rhode Island. Huh. It's elsewhere in the country. It's mostly called a roundabout or a traffic circle. 55% use roundabout, 29% use traffic circle, 5% use circle. Wow. Um, but it's a very, like, New England niche thing to use rotary. The traffic circles just seem so long. Right? <laughs> just call it it's, rotary. it's just too, yeah. too many words, too many breaths in place. But apparently, traffic circle was the predominant one back in the 1940s, and oh, then wow. since then, roundabout has spread to take over, mm. which I thought was really cool, because just the way people move yeah. is probably indicative of that, too. Oh, I'm sure, because, I mean, especially in this area, too, we have so many more, more rotaries, I would say, than other areas uh, i mean I, I could be wrong but i feel like cape cod especially is known for like the place yeah. just all these rotaries always going and like always the rotaries is uh, always the, uh, is the example for um or the um you know it's, it's what is what we fall back on as yeah rotaries. yeah <laughs> oh it was funny because i had a um a lot of my friends are from out west and mm-hmm. so they came and visited me last last summer last fall and they were driving and to return their rental car and they couldn't really figure out where it was going so they called me on the phone and they're like hey how do i get here i'm like oh you take the rotary to exit two oh, they yeah. had no idea what i was talking about and i didn't <laughs> find out until like after i met them they're like by the way what what was that word you used <laughs> do they have a word for it or do they um like traffic circle oh, okay. one of them said the other two had no idea like the two who had lived in california their whole lives are like what oh yeah i'm sure the, the thing I mean, you, you drive around imagine. yeah but they're, they're they're different out there they got stoplights <laughs> at on ramps which i always find jarring <laughs> no offense california i love you but just flipping through <laughs> i opened up to this one. Ooh, okay look at this one this one's neat green onions okay yeah so Okay, yeah, so that's definitely New England, is we call it scallions here, and then at the very end, like Miami area of Florida, they also call it scallions, but everyone else calls it green onions. Um, Like, look how dark it is in Texas. I know, definitely. (laughs) Committed to the green onion. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I think it's it's just fascinating to Mm -hmm. see how it changes. What is this? Can you use frosting and icing interchangeably? Ooh. Oh, this this is going to start some controversy. Yeah, <laughs> Can um, you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you personally. I would frosting and icing. No, I don't think so. And being from the Cape, that seems weird. But I feel like you can't because I think frosting very specifically is something that you put like on a cupcake, whereas icing is what you would put on a cake. Yeah, the know. cake cake. Yeah, no, that's know. exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. That's Frosting is, it's like the stuff out of the jar. Yeah. Right? That you get from the grocery store. Yeah. And icing is the... And icing is the tube thing. Yeah, that Wait. the bakers use. I just totally mixed it up, actually. Nope, never mind. <laughs> okay, maybe not. I don't know. So can you use them interchangeably? So it fits. No, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't. But what was the one downstairs we were talking about? We were talking about... um. Sneakers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here's an interesting one. Um, what do you call the things you wear when you exercise? And all of us downstairs, I think, said sneakers. Mm-hmm. But it can be... There's parts of the country who use tennis shoe to mm-hmm. mean sneaker, which to me, tennis shoe is a really specific thing. I, I would say you wear a tennis shoe to play tennis with. A tennis shoe also, like, <laughs> it's white and has yes. a low, white. low bottom mm-hmm. and laces. Like, 
that's a tennis shoe. It is no business being associated yeah. with sneaker. But <laughs> some people use that. Gym shoe. Um, gym shoe, yeah. I forget what the other ones were. I'm sure it's in this book somewhere if I actually flip through it. Yeah. But let's see what other interesting ones there are. There's always interesting ones. Ooh. Oh, uh, this is a perfect oh. one. <laughs> Controversial. Okay. Well, this is fantastic just for specifically Cape Cod. And um, was there another one? Area that, oh, no, okay. Was it? But, like... We, uh, when we, what we call the drink from at school, um, and from the Cape, very, very specific Cape Cod, we call it a bubbla or a bubbler. I reject this. <laughs> and for us, a water fountain is something that you see that is like a water, um, you know, it's like a, fa- it's a fountain that you see outside of park? like a business or a park or something like really? that, that sh- like a shooting water like out like yeah, it's a, it's just a call it a fountain <laughs> yeah that is a water fountain and a bubbla is something that you drink out of um Jeez. so i don't know i mean this is specifically cape cod so i'm sure from connecticut you have some issues <laughs> yeah i mean i always grow up calling it a fountain that's the thing you drink of and that's the thing that you see in the park with the fish spouting water out yeah. of their mouths but it's always been a fountain but then i went to um i went to school for six years it, in total, like undergrad and grad mm-hmm. in Boston, so I heard bubbler a lot. I never used it. I refused <laughs> at a certain point. I'm like, no, I will not cave into this. But this is interesting. What I think is like you can see it here on the corner yeah. <laughs> of one of the the states that's outside of New England, like just yeah. this little dot of purple on this map. And then the West apparently thinks it's called it's a drinking, drinking fountain, fountain, which. What's okay, this light blue? What does that mean? I think to it's the dark? like a less predominant use of this. Oh, okay. But I'm not entirely positive. So there's some places who like I know they don't have words for things. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. What do you call this? What do you call? What do you call it? I, I call it an apricot. Apricot. Yeah. Apparently, it's also called apricot, apricot. <laughs> which. <laughs> It's about half the country, I would say, split, like, top and bottom, right? With Alaska being in the Mm -hmm. apricot club. Take out versus carry out. out. I don't use carry out as a word. I don't use it either. Oh! Oh. Oh, here, this is cool. Wow. On page 64. We've got... Wait, I don't even know how you would say that. It was... Cauliflower? Cauliflower. Cauliflower? Cauliflower, I think. Well, I don't know. For here, I call it cauliflower. 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 (laughs) Darn it! No! (laughs) It's happening again. Well, I mean, this is my, this is what I would call the Cape Cod accent is the cauliflower. It's like, it's like not like. I mean, it's it's also, I just say things weird in general. (laughs) So, but. What's the little... The little blurb says, The country can't quite get on the same page regarding how to pronounce the name of this vegetable. While the majority pronounce it cauliflower, a little over one in four people say cauliflower, most of whom are concentrated in the Northeast. Oh, wait. Or Hawaii, apparently. I'm I'm weird, so I call it cauliflower. Cauliflower. But that could be the cape influencing you. We'll have to just I'm catch a, you in the I'm grocery sorry, store. I'm starting to like question. Like, I'm gonna have to catch you in the grocery store sometime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, here's one we don't need for. Um, what do you call the little bug that curls up? Um, I call it a roly poly usually. Um, or I, I've heard it called pill bug, but 
but roly poly. But it's a roly poly. That's what yeah. I call it. I call it a roly poly. Mm-hmm. But I've talked to people who yes. call it pill bug or weevil. Yeah, or and there was um uh, Jen downstairs um was the odd one out. She called it was it a potato bug? Potato bug. Which I've yeah. never heard before. So that sounds. I know I've heard the word, but like on Animal see. Planet. Yeah. <laughs> not, not actually like used as, as um, the word. For the bug itself, but mm. I thought that one was a neat one. Oh, oh, I like this. Oh, okay. okay. So, we all agree they're called pancakes, but how do we describe what we're pouring over them? So, the majority of the country looks like it says syrup. No, I think this is syrup. Syrup. <clears throat> the the odd one is syrup. Sir syrup and syrup syrup syrup. How do you say it? I say syrup. Yeah, maple syrup. Maple. I slur it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am unreliable in this sense. Yeah. Maple syrup. That's syrup. Syrup. I think looking at this influences how I say things. Uh, yeah, Everyone, uh, yeah, though, apparently that. says pancakes. pancakes. Oh, okay. Not flapjacks anymore. Not flapjacks anymore. Oh. Ooh. Oh, this is one. What do we call a sandwich on a long roll with meats and cheeses? I okay. just call it a sub. You call it a sub? Um, but it looks like, what's this so, darkness here? It's all broken up. Um, oh, there we go. Here's, here's I grew up calling right it, with depending on what it is, mm-hmm. it's a grinder or it's a hero. Mm. So the grinder to me was the like hot one with like meatballs okay. or like chicken parm or whatever. And then a hero was something very specific with like sliced deli meat on a long roll. I've only got a sub. <laughs> I never what? used the word sub. Wow. Ever until like I encountered a subway <laughs> and really? then I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's what you mean. But oh no, it was gosh. always grinder or always hero. That's so cool. Occasionally hoagie, but mostly yeah, mostly hero. The Italian sandwich one. Italian sandwich. Maine. Maine's I, got I a little just, mind of its own. I would just think it would just be like an Italian, like an Italian based, you know, with like the ham and the. Um, yeah, that's a hero. Okay. Yeah, it was like the sliced. <laughs> that's an Italian sub. It's an Italian sub. Yeah, it's an Italian sub. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're relating no. <laughs> on, on terms. This is cross generational. Oh, no. Not cross generational. You're a millennial too. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, oh, this one I thought was interesting too. I remember seeing this before and being like, "This is something that's not typical," or I didn't realize it wasn't typical. But what do we? Um, celebrate the night before Halloween, and it looks like eight percent of the country used the word mischief night mm. or say the word mischief night, and then the rest of the country just doesn't have a word. Yeah, for it. I've never... it's just the night before Halloween. You've never never even like considered celebrating like, the night really. Yeah. Oh, and that makes sense. Look though. That's me down there <laughs> in the little part of Connecticut, and that's you. Yeah. In the yellow part. That's so funny. Yeah. No, I grew up always hearing like mischief night, and if you look Lucy at the map. Night. Oh wow. Gate night. Cabbage night. That's an interesting one. I wonder why it's called cabbage night in other places. Wow. Yeah, I've never. Um, really. What What happens on on that night? Um, before. Kids like go party? out and they like egg people's houses or throw oh. toilet paper in their trees. So in my mind, that would always be during the day of, of property or during destruction. The night. <laughs> yeah. So for for me, I would say that would be 
the difference between trick or treat hmm. when you're going to um, get candy. If it was a trick, then yeah. you're, then, then that's when you would that's do when it. That's when you people like the houses. Um, oh, interesting. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's the only way that I've explained it to myself. I bet I never thought of it the night before. Yeah, mischief night was the. Huh. It's the night before, and that's when all that happens. And trick or treat is just general. You always get treats, or or if someone doesn't give you something, then you just move on. Huh. Yeah. It's very interesting. It, it is. Oh, that. I wonder. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> oh. Oh, here's one. Here's a good one. This one will be a good split for all of our patrons who go from here down to Florida. Yeah. Actually. So, what do you call it when something is diagonally across from you? I say it's diagonal. I, I, <laughs> I don't I really do use too. it. I, I'm looking at these. I'm seeing kitty corner and catty corner. I, I don't think I've ever used that in a sentence before. I've used kitty corner, but more like when I'm placing furniture to say, I want this table kitty cornered. Huh. I want it diagonally across the corner so it makes like a little triangle i have like literally i've never used that word before <laughs> i think it's 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 not a it's predominantly used term in our area yeah it's really light yeah. in that area but in the northern part of the country it's kitty corner and i guess in the southern part it's catty corner <laughs> which according to this thing roughly 75 percent of people from central texas say catty corner <laughs> so if you are from central texas please let us know yes if that's true I love finding books like these, don't you? The things that come through, and then like... Oh, oh, this is a really good one. (laughs) Uh, This is a very interesting one. So, um, what do you call uh, a drink that has carbonation in it with a flavor? So, I mean, I've just always called it soda, but, Uh um, and I never even realized, like, I think the, I mean, the South, or the Southwest, call it Coke, which is really interesting to me, because I feel like that would be confusing. (laughs) Like, I need... What would you say? Would you say a Coke? Like, if you wanted a root beer, would you say I want a Coke? Or do you... I guess I wouldn't call it a, I want a soda either if I wanted specifically a root beer. But I don't know. This seems kind of interesting. <laughs> I mean, so I grew up using Coke mostly. Really? mean soda. Um, yeah. And it's more just like the, the offhand comment you make. Like, what do you want to drink? I'll have a Coke. Oh, okay. And... If they don't have actual Coke, that's fine. You'll just take you, what your intention is. Is I want a carbonated sugary beverage, but <laughs> soda is now more part of my vernacular. Yeah. If I, I if if you ask me for a Coke, I would say, here's a Coke. <laughs> Sorry, here's a Pepsi. Or otherwise, I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and then yeah. um the the north. Um, yeah, I don't understand this part. The middle north of the country yeah. pop. That's. I don't think I don't I've ever know. heard that used. I'd I like pop. Well, I've heard of soda pop before. I've heard of soda pop, but like in but, The Outsiders movie. Yeah, right? 50s with the greasers. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the only time I've heard it. Oh, I kind of want to go now and hear if someone, someone uses you pop. Want, you're, I'm I going here just drop. to hear specifically. <laughs> I want say. to eavesdrop on people. And they have soft drinks, pop. Soda is 59%. Yeah. Um, tonic. tonic is what Boston, is apparently. Previously, a common phrase in the Boston area, the use of tonic is the general word for a soft drink. Oh, but, but it's, it's in decline. decline. 
Oh. Over 30% of Massachusetts residents born in the 1940s say tonic. None of the younger generation does. Over 95% of those under the age of 25 say soda. Well, that that fits. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, that's interesting, though. Interesting. Word history. But, I mean, we could talk about this book for yeah, 50,000 years. Yeah, we um, could. I mean, <laughs> it's, it really is such a fun book to flip through. If you have five minutes, come and grab it off the shelf. Its call number is 427.973-KAT. Um, it'll be upstairs on the second floor, kind of yes. midway down. And if you're interested, there's actually... Have you done the one online, the little quiz that shows you your specific map? Yeah, that's been a, it was a while ago. I'm not sure. Like, would you know where that was? Yeah, uh, the New York Times. Okay. They still have it. It's under, like, how you use you all guys. So if you search, like, how to speak American, um, it'll pop up. Or speaking American, it'll pop up on, okay. on Google within, like, one of the top searches. But I like it because it gives you your individualized yes. map of where you talk. Mm-hmm. Or, and I think on, it- yeah. yeah, I think when I did it, I was very, very specifically Cape Cod. Cape like, Cod. yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was really specifically my part of Connecticut, yeah. and then down in like Jersey and New York, and those were my target areas. Mm. But it was also funny because like my um, one of my good friends, native born, not native born, but raised in California all her life. Okay, all her speech patterns are indicative of the Southwest and not California, what? <laughs> which was really interesting. <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah, I was like, so that doesn't add up here, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a great book. I would highly suggest taking yeah, the quiz. Yeah, just awesome. Um, well, thank you for listening. I know we've just talked for 20 minutes about this book. That <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope you guys find it fun. Yeah. I think it's a good idea for us to like pull things like it this every now really and then cool. and talk. Because it's, it's nice to also just find, like, what do, you, what do we like that's different? And what do we like that's the yeah, same? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I know we were talking about crossover genre books one one time, which will be good. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe within the next couple episodes, we'll try that as a first one. That sounds good. We still got to work on our, our fantasy stuff. There. Yes, we yeah. do. We have a treat coming up for you on mm-hmm. YouTube if we can work it out, but that'll be in the fall. Yeah. This is just the pre-planning stages, and they are going to be long and arduous and intense, but we will get through it. It's going to be fantastic. It is going to be fantastic, but... All right, so I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, sounds like a yeah. plan. All right, so don't forget to check us out on Instagram, 739 Brooks Free Library, or on Facebook at Brooks Free Library. And we'll see you in two weeks, I think. All right, thanks. Bye-bye.